0: accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Two,
1: three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl Who might not have the answers But goddamn she'll try Just a tip and you'll be on your way with Megan Batoon on Friday. Welcome to just a tip and advice podcast, hosted by me, Megan Batoon. Last night I dreamt I worked an entire day, and it was so realistic that I feel like I haven't slept in three entire days. So that's why I have a friend here to help me help you. Friend <laughs> Nicole. Hello, hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. You look like a picture. (laughs) You look like you're doing a photo shoot with how cute you look like. Well, that happened in the car five minutes before I got here, so thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. After a quick internet stalk of Brynn, I found out that you were voted in eighth grade most likely to be a professional dancer.
0: Yes, that is true. I know. I was very grateful to gain that term because I worked hard and um, oh. to be acknowledged in middle school was fun because I actually was made fun of a lot in middle school. So that was my kind of like oh. claim to fame. I love it. How long have you been dancing? Um, since I was six was when I took my first class. <gasps> and was it a ballet class? It was probably a ballet class. I actually don't meet jazz or ballet one of them.
1: Dang. Okay, so six years old six years. And old. then you continued with dance, only dance, and you didn't, like, try tennis or soccer. You were like, dance is my thing. It's funny you said tennis.
0: My family is a tennis family. Oh, really? So I was the only one that was, like, other way. Yeah. Um, but my dad, like, tried to push that on me heavy because um, that's how we connected. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I just don't like running in the heat and chasing <laughs> a ball. Like, it's not my thing. <laughs> and so, I'm not a dog. Right? <laughs> I really wanted to be in, this, in a room. I wanted to be sexy since I was little, so... <gasps> I never stopped dancing. Yeah, it was the one thing I just, like, stayed consistent at.
1: Whoa. What makes you feel the sexy? Okay, so if you don't know, Brynn is, like, first of all, so sexy as just a person. Just sitting here. I'm just She's a,
2: like, uh, I wanted to be sexy since <laughs> I was little. I was like, you're doing it. You're doing a great job.
1: <laughs> but you, you, do the, you do the heels, like yes. a, a very sexy, confident heels class. You would love it. You should take it, Irene. It's confidence, right? Yeah.
2: I, lo- I low-key watched like eight of your videos yesterday really? yeah like when i got home i was like genuine pony okay fine right. oh my god that was that song
1: hit. i love i love that song so i want to take i don't think i've taken your class no, before you haven't and, I w- and hopefully this is the, the real <laughs> you right see this but she definitely had a head tilt when she said i hadn't gone i okay so my issue is i never felt like i was sexy because when i was starting to dance i was really inspired by like the Brian Puspos and the June Kamados of the world. And so I felt very like, like intricate and not sexy. I just wanted to transform all the time and like make pictures and cool, like hard hitting. But like as I get older, I'm like, yeah, but what, else? what if I do try to be sexy a little bit? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I would be terrible, but I'll go. I'll, I'll go in the back as long as like no one looks at me I doubt that completely I think you
0: would <laughs> shine So su- I think you would surprise yourself it feels so good I mean I do
1: it in my bathroom every day <laughs> like <laughs> okay does anyone else do this when you you take off your clothes to get in the shower oh. and you're playing Ariana Grande right and you're <laughs> just kind of like taking inventory of like what your body looks like and oh yeah you, you dance around and you put your hair through your hands and you're performing and you're just kind of like this is me yeah. and then when you had enough then you go and take your shower usually <laughs> mine's when i have my towel turban on oh
2: that's really when i feel
0: like i have my weave and it's
1: long.
2: <laughs> and my I,
1: terry
0: cloth weave before i got extensions that was my time where i finally felt like i had the big hair i wanted
1: yeah i love that
0: <laughs> but then i got extensions and life was
1: good <laughs> <laughs> and now i always feel and now like i always queen. have a towel turban <laughs> <laughs> dancing in the shower is real fun too can you sing at all um, I tried. You have a singing voice. I attempted it. I appreciate you like that. It was a big
0: insecurity for me because I really don't think I have a singing voice. Okay. But I did pursue it for a while. Um, Britney Spears, see, you know how you mentioned Mm -hmm. who your idols are? Britney Spears was mine. I idolized artists, not dancers or choreographers. Sure. I looked up to the female performers Yeah. and Britney was just so sexy and hot to me and I would lip sing the way she used to and Mm -hmm. wait, oh my God, I'm forgetting my point. Why did I mention her?
1: Because she's sexy. Right. I always bring up Britney Spears for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears and Ruth's Chris, I'm always gonna talk about them. Wait, we're talking about hair and forgetting. Um, Well, maybe performing in the mirror performing and then. Performing in the mirror. Maybe because you wanted to always be sexy and Britney Spears is literal sex. Britney Spears is tangible in the physical form sex. Agreed. Her at like Slave for You, oh. My gosh. Also, the bravery of holding the snake at the VMAs. Insane.
2: How does she do that? Do they not bite? No, I think that one's like a banana python. But yeah, they just like. Why Why do you know everything about about reptiles? (laughs) because i i love reptiles because that's the only pet my parents used to let me have because i didn't have to like walk it or clean up after it
1: that's so funny you say that because the other day you were like can we get an office pet and i said as long as it's in a cage and not scary and
2: then i said let's get a gecko
1: and i said no gecko no
0: <laughs> wait i fully remembered what we were talking oh, about okay. <laughs> singing yes, yes okay
1: right 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 <laughs>
0: So anyway, yes, she was my idol. She was why I wanted to become a pop star. But mm-hmm. then I pursued it, and it ended up – I just went a different route. Sure. And so anyway, whenever someone would ask me to sing for them, I, my heart would drop to yeah. a private area. Like I didn't want to – it made me so nervous. So yeah. No, can you sing?
1: Oh, God, no. Really? No. And the reason why I think I asked that was because, like, since I can't sing – Like, I put all of my performance into dancing and lip syncing in in front of the mirror. And that's like my thing. But I was gonna say, because I can't sing in the shower. So, like, dancing in the shower, Mm. it feels like you're in rain dance or flash dance or whatever it is when you have all the water coming down and you're like, I'm coming clean. And you're like, you're doing, I live my best life in a shower. That's
0: smart. I mean, to be, I was like, have I really ever danced at a shower? Maybe a couple times, but it's not <laughs> something I think. I think I get scared to fl- slip and fall, and I imagine my death so quickly that I just don't <laughs> attempt it. And I'm like, I'd rather dance on a safe floor.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> if nice. I start, it might, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know where things will go.
1: I have fallen so many times in a bathtub shower. You know, the ones that are both. <laughs> yes, yes. Those are the worst ones because you can fall more right. You have more room to fall. One time I fell, I, I think I was dancing in the shower, and I fell on the spout. Like, you know, when you pull up the, the little <laughs> yeah, lever yeah, and yeah. it makes the shower happen versus a yes. bath. And I fell on it and I scraped my entire, uh, I think it was my back. It was really bad. And one time I was in like the seventh grade and it, or ninth grade or something, and it was, it was the seventh grade. And... <laughs> and it was valentine's day and i was like gonna do like a closer shave on my legs just in case my like two-day boyfriend touched me and so i i the power went out and it was black it was pitch black in my bath mid-shower
2: the power went out
1: yeah i think it was a bath this is such a good story (laughs) and i was i was shaving so close to my skin that i just shaved off my skin on my ankle. It, ankles are really hard to, to shave. shave around. They're hard to navigate. It really <laughs> they truly are. It's it's the Magellan I feel like mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm Magellan when I'm trying to shave around it. I gotta discover this new area, and it's a, it was bleeding for a long time and like deep bleeding. For whereas once you shave it off, it's like peeling a, a zucchini. Yeah, you, know, you peel off the skin, and for a little bit, nothing really happens. And then all of a sudden, like the the floodgates and the blood gates are open. <laughs> Um, And we broke up, you know, it didn't really matter. But no, but that's so
0: someone hugs you and you're like, ow. And they're like, what happened? And you're like... (laughs)
1: Oh, because, I, uh, I was like, I was performing in the show. Yeah. They didn't have to ask where. Right. I was just right. performing.
0: See, I'm such a natural truth teller that I would <laughs> spill the whole story. Lies don't come easy to me.
1: I would, I would too. Also, yeah. because like I'm just a clumsy person. Mm-hmm. Me being born was an oopsies. So, like, <laughs> I'm <I've, laughs> my existence is clumsy. <laughs> oh. um, I mean. So, I would tell the truth as well. Yeah. <laughs> but. Long story short, we will come to your class (laughs) (laughs) to wrap back around. I'm so nervous because I don't, like, I don't think I can dance very well in heels. Like, I I choreographed a music video for a friend, for Gabby. And it was Um, so good. Thanks. And I was choreographing in heels for this chair part because, like, I felt like I had to be sexy. Yeah. But by the time it came to me, like, trying to dance on my feet, I instantly changed into Converse. So I'm nervous because... Balancing is an issue for me. So being sexy while on stilts, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to go. To me, now
0: that I'm, I am only dance in heels, I feel so unbalanced in a sneaker when I dance.
1: <gasps> Whoa. I literally
0: lose my balance all the time in a sneaker because there's actually certain moves that are so much easier in a heel. Really? Like if you're – let's say you squat down and Uh you know you have to go on your tippy toes to like reach that like a squat level yeah the heel is on the floor there so your heel's not up gotcha you know it's like you're
1: right there's so many things that you're like oh my god this
0: is easier in a heel
1: okay yeah so if Irene and i were going to take your class together what's the level because like Obviously I'm a dancer and right. Irene is a baker, so she doesn't <laughs> dance.
2: Is there a way for Megan to take a class and then I'll take the class after that one? <laughs> no. Right. I'm so I'm a horrific dancer. If people are like clapping on a beat at a concert, I can't even clap on beat. Which off-line. I think
1: is so cute. <laughs> I try to get you there.
2: Yes, and you're the thing is is you're a very good teacher. I'm just a very bad dancer. Okay. Well,
1: even so, if you have a, a dancer and a non-dancer, mm-hmm. Where's the level of like, how do we both take your class? So, I do pride
0: myself on teaching in a way where all levels could come. <gasps> And an advanced dancer would be challenged and a beginning dancer would feel comfortable. <gasps> like I do, I oh try God. really hard to create that space. I don't teach fast. I make sure that the whole class is pretty much getting it. Of course, if there's like two stragglers in the back, mm-hmm. then I'm proud, you know, because it's like at least 95% uh-huh. is hanging on. And I have an eye on everyone. I could tell when I need to move on. I ask, like, do you want to do music again? What isn't clear? I've become so good with teaching details. So at the end of the day, I just tell like, I'm like the beginning dancers, you just need to be consistent. And the advanced dancers are here to continue to inspire and just now pursue and use like all the tools that they've gained consistently. But like consistency is key. And I think if you're training where you want to be, I tell this to my beginning dancers, you're going to get there faster than if you took a beginning class and you're surrounded by mutual beginners. Mm. You're not looking at anyone it, out in right. the room that you're like striving to be like, besides the teacher, and that's mm-hmm. just one energy in a massive room. Right. So if you're in a room where it's like a lot of energies, you want to be like, I think you're gonna get there quicker. So I tell them not not to leave, like don't go take a beginner class and come back to me later.
1: That's you know? so cool. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. I love. That. Okay. We will go. I'll have to get new shoes because the my my heel dancing shoes are my first date shoes. <laughs> They're on one size They're very fits all. Utilitarian yeah, yeah. Shoe. yeah, and they were on sale. Thank you, Aldo, <laughs> for <laughs> I five years also. ago.
2: <laughs> yeah. Is there like a specific heel you should wear?
0: Um, I there's like a style that I suggest, but Ooh. you know they don't really make like the kind of dance heel.
2: That mm-hmm. I, the
0: only dance heel that is a dance heel is ballroom heels, which right. I don't, I'm not a fan of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just get, I just have an eye for what they should look like and feel like. And then you just keep trying to find them. They're so seasonal, but Ooh. it's a peep toe is my favorite. So, you want your toes out, you want no platform. And I like the stiletto heel, not a chunky heel. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's any easier. So, like, the look is so much sexier when it's a stiletto. Yeah. And I always, like, I'm on the search all the time. So right now I can tell you where to go find a pair, but in a month they probably won't have them anymore. Mm. So then I'll have to tell you somewhere else to go.
1: Uh Yeah.
0: You should make a dance heel. I'm trying. Okay.
1: I figured you would already have that idea as, like, a businesswoman. I'm trying.
0: Like, it's so, being a mom too, like, Mm -hmm. I have so many ideas. Right. And then it just comes down to like being proactive about yeah. them and finding the tools and like just manifesting. You know, sometimes I forget I could just sit here and be like, I want to make a dance deal, and just think it over and over mm-hmm. again. And the, you know, the opportunities could
1: present itself. So yeah, it's in my mind. Of course. Yeah. Let's jump into a question because I feel like we're on a good path. Let's do it. To helping not only ourselves but others. Hey. (laughs) So uh, if you have not listened to this podcast before, it is an advice podcast. People write us into our email with their sticky situations. We do our best to help them in whatever way, whether that's from our own personal anecdotes or telling you what we actually would do when we know what we should do, which is usually talk. (laughs) Talk about it. So let's jump in. Here we go. I'm 20 and I've been dancing my whole life, but I'm having trouble finding my own unique style. My parents don't have enough money to put me in classes, so I have had to teach myself how to dance through YouTube. But when I try to freestyle, I always find myself imitating the people that I look up to. I never feel like I can make choreography on my own. On top of that, I can't help but compare myself to the famous dancers in L.A. living the life I wish I had. What can I do to make myself stand out and not feel like a phony? From Confused Choreo. Hey.
0: Wow. What a delightful question. There's so many elements to answer. I was like, oh shit, there's another one. Oh crap, there's another one. I
1: know. Because it's interesting to, to me, this whole entire thing, because I mean, I've been through this like I got my start watching people on YouTube that's why when once I moved out here like taking class from Brian and June I watched them before I knew them so I know completely about learn like YouTube University is mm-hmm. ha- where I got my degree in everything <laughs> yeah and
0: it's, it's amazing that people have that now I mean mm-hmm. I am I older than you I'm 27 okay I'm 28 one
1: year older,
0: <laughs> but I um I didn't like YouTube was not around in my training days. So you mm-hmm. had to go to the class like, right. or fly to the city. Yeah. Right.
1: So it's awesome that she even has that tool. Absolutely. Because I think when I started dancing, I started dancing when I was around 18. So I had both of them. I had you had to go to an actual class to really get the training. But the way that I learned how to learn a dance before I went to classes was or classes that were in L.A. and I couldn't travel to, I didn't have the funds, was I would turn around my laptop and play it frame by frame in a mirror and then learn the moves that way and then play it in my garage and record myself and put it side by side and see what I could fix. Like, Whoa. I self-taught myself before I took class. That's
0: amazing. Dedication. <laughs> it's too much. No, it's good. But yeah, so I think for for me, mm-hmm. the way that I ended up realizing like what my flavor was was just by paying attention to myself because mm-hmm. the more that i put my focus on the other people and studying other people I was only observing them right. I was no longer observing myself but I think it just takes a, a mindset switch to kind of ask yourself like what's my favorite flavor to dance mm-hmm. like what what is also most natural for me those are two different answers sometimes and once i realized that it was most natural for me to be sexy and mm-hmm. I also felt my best when I was sexy I started capitalizing solely on that flavor and that style instead of just trying to be well-rounded at everything mm-hmm. and distributing my attention and my eggs, putting them in every basket and only growing shortly at each one. I was like, well, what do I really enjoy? What is natural? What feels the best? And putting all my eggs in that one excelled me in that one. Yeah. And I was happy all the time because I was doing what I love the most. Right. So, I think that that's a good thing to guide her in is like start observing yourself, what you love to do the most, like what makes you feel the best, what's natural for you. Mm-hmm and then you know, maybe limit how much you're observing other people.
1: That's exactly what I would say too because the part where she says she tries to freestyle and ends up looking like other people, I have felt that too. Also, like I don't feel great sometimes when I freestyle and how I've gotten over that is I always record myself when I freestyle so I can see what I naturally do because sometimes I'll find really golden nuggets Where I wouldn't be able to even choreograph that. That's just what's natural. But then a lot of times I'm like, oh, I can see that I start giving up here. As soon as I think that this is ugly, I stop dancing because I don't want to Continue. It's not worth it. But then I would try to, sometimes I would go down to my studio and go, okay, today I'm going to focus on not stopping. I know that I don't love my freestyle, but I know that a lot of times when I want to give up, I just stop dancing. So let's continue to dance and see where it might go. And I remember one time specifically, one time and one time only, because I think I got injured right after that. I ended up freestyling for like a minute and a half straight. And that's so unlike me because I'll I'll maybe do like 15 seconds and then go, oh, I hate this, and then walk around the studio once and then jump back in at the chorus or something. So I think that when you freestyle, just try not to think, which is the most crazy thing to say. But yeah, I mean, freestyle is just emotion in a visual form. You shouldn't be thinking about anything. Just let go if you can, and if you can't, just try (laughs) too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I, yes, that was beautiful. Of course. I mean, yeah. Letting your emotion drive your movement is 100% the goal. Mind over matter. It's so difficult. I think it's such a topic to discuss nowadays is that mental training, Mm. because it could really overcome the physical ability. Like you could train all day to have this awesome physical ability, but if your mindset Mm. isn't right upon trying to use your physical ability, it could really overshadow, like, all your hard work. Right. Mental training is huge. Trying to meditate for the first time. Like, I'm really trying to start controlling my mind in a better way. But, yes, I was going to build on that one last thing and say – I think freestyling too, so many people have good ideas and they don't allow them to flourish all the way. Mm-hmm. They stop them, like you said, mm-hmm. you do before it almost could get to that beautiful completion state. And so to like trust your movement, to actually trust your body and let your movement get full, like go to the fullest extent. So if you wanted to whip your hair, don't whip it quickly and go into the next move because you're in the future. Right. But like be in that head whip all the way so much that it becomes like the most full head whip you ever did do yeah you know and then like go that. into your next
1: move but like complete every move yeah you know that's i that's so funny you say that because when i watch footage of me freestyling it looks like i'm already anticipating what i'm gonna do next when i don't even know so when you take your time and you sit in that pocket and you listen to the music and, and don't try and rush it or erase the music you'll end up being right where you should be mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. that's a great tip. Yeah. For did, sure. Did we answer her question well? I think so. Well, she – There's in the other parts, end, right? She said that she compares herself to the famous dancers living in L.A. And that's just – I mean, like, across the board, comparing yourself is detrimental. Totally. I, I, I heard a quote the other day that was like, if you worry, you suffer twice. And I think that's <sighs> very similar to what's going on here. If you're comparing yourself, you're suffering twice. I think that you, it sounds so cliche, but like you are the only you, but right. actually you are. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, of course. And we, I mean, we live in such a day and age where it's almost inevitable to not compare yourself of to course. these pictures and these relationships and these abilities and da da da. And so I think our whole generation is facing a different level of comparison than we ever did before. Absolutely. Before we had to wait till like a music video came out to, yeah. to start comparing ourselves, you know? <laughs> and and now like, you
1: can go on two AM on yeah. Instagram stories and, and go wow. party yourself.
0: <laughs> Feel bad that you're sleeping. I should be up and working on my abs. I know. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, like, I also think it's beautiful because it's forcing people, I think, more than ever to, like, look inside and be, like, I'm becoming unhappy. I'm doing this negative comparison more than I ever used to. Like, how do I fix this? And once you start asking yourself questions, you're going to find answers. But it's all about asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you could find the wrong answers. <laughs> so if you were, she were to start asking herself, like, how do I get better? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I find my flavor? How do I, and just the question starting with how, instead of why am I not as good as them? Why am I not doing this? If you ask why first, you'll find more negative answers to support that cause. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like, why am I not as good as them? Then you'll find all these answers for why you're not as good as them. Right. But if you ask, how can I be my best answer? Now you're finding answers to support what you want.
1: I love that. I learned I that from my that.
0: therapist.
1: <laughs> he or she is doing a great job. Yeah, because yeah, that, really, that like, is life-changing advice. It is. Advice. Yeah.
2: Like switching why to how. Yeah. That's like switching I'm sorry to thank you for letting me yes. share that with you. I
1: read an article that was like, in general, try to take away the I'm sorrys" and just give gratitude so instead of say saying sorry for being late thank you for waiting for me Mm -hmm. and that's yeah just the mental switch of instead of why to how Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry to thank you i haven't heard that one
0: that's good because i find myself apologizing a lot for being late so i'm always
2: (laughs) thank
0: you for waiting for me
2: i totally i think what y'all are saying about comparison is so important and 100 right but like Even though I know that, I still find myself, like, comparing myself all the time. All the time. So if confused choreo can't get out of the comparison stage just yet, maybe, like, use that to your advantage. See the Megan Batoons of the world crushing it in L.A. Like, see that and say, not why am I not like this, like what you're saying, Brynn, but, like, how can I get there? And, yes, I'm comparing myself, but that's just because I want to be as good as I find this Mm -hmm, person. mm -hmm. Right.
1: Sorry. No, keep going. Or taking what you like about it Mm -hmm. and saying, oh, I love that this is how she she structured her business. This is how she teaches class. This is what I can learn from her. I can also do that Mm -hmm. and implementing that into your craft and your career, whether it be dance or something completely different. I think having people that you can look up to and less of comparing but more of like gleaning what you can make better about what you're going through. Mm -hmm. That's
2: what Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say. Like, I don't think anybody has ever gotten to their goal without comparing themselves first. Like Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I think that comparison's kind of like the mother of the catapult yeah it's like a catalyst for trying to get where you want to be comparison can either be the push that you need or you can allow it to drag you down Mm -hmm.
1: yeah maybe it's not so much comparison that it is like quantifying maybe it's not like a straight up this or that it's a positive comparison more than it is detrimental Mm -hmm, I think that mm
2: -hmm. how thing is amazing I've been thinking about it since you said it yeah (laughs) I know
1: that's that is actually like everyone listening take a breath and like let that register Deep in your core because that is, that is something gold.
0: I know. I know. Sure. I teach that in my intensives too. And every time I do, everyone is so wowed by it that I'm like, it's insane we don't learn this stuff in school. I know. That that we're grown adults mm-hmm. and we're learning how to ask ourselves the right questions to get the right answers. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. Absolutely. So once I get a gem of information, I never hold on to it. I'm like spitting it out like word vomit because it changes people's lives. Yes. To just know how to word things differently and perspective shifts. It's mm-hmm. all it
1: is. I love that. I almost want to get that tattooed on me. Right? Just the word how. Because yeah. I think I ask the word why a lot. Like one of those, you know, like when people ask you would you rather questions, it's like that. But it's like I used to p- ask people if you could only ask one question for the rest of your life, what would that be? <laughs> Who, what, when, where, why, or how? Which
2: one of those? I mean, now it's going to be how. Yeah, right? I know, but I know. We're all going to say <laughs> before, how. Before it would have been my I would have sure.
1: said why too. Because if you're like, oh, I cheated on you, why? I don't yeah. want to know how why and here's the rebuttal to what we had just said because the why is a great question but not when you're asking yourself why am i not like this right. Mm-hmm. Right, or right, why right. is she better than me yeah but why is a great question to be to to go into yourself and ask like why do i want to put this move here totally why do i want to do this here yeah it's
0: so i think both of those don't questions eliminate are, it yeah yeah just recognize when you're using it wrong
1: yes yes, yes. I love that.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Because I remember even in my intensive when I brought up this topic, I like spit out, I'm like, ask yourself, why do you feel this way? And then I was like, oh shit, wait, no, yeah, you could still use it. And yeah. I like, I like <laughs> confirmed with myself, like, wait, you don't have to banish it. It's just recognize when you're using it improperly and it's bringing you more down.
1: Yeah. That's really I smart. I love that. I think we crushed that hey. question. <laughs> Let's move on to another one. (laughs) My boyfriend is completely out of my league and it's taking a toll on my self-confidence. Number one, he's not out of your league. This is what I think about people being out of other people's leagues. I don't think it exists. (laughs) I remember the the last guy I dated, I thought he was out of my league because he was so smart and so eloquent and so well-read. And I ended up being like, oh, no, I don't want to be with you in the end. So I don't think anyone is out of anyone's league, just to start this whole question. Uh (laughs) She writes... We've been dating casually for a year, but made our relationship official last month. We originally hit it off because we have similar personalities and the same sense of humor, but now I fear that makes us better suited as best friends rather than boyfriend and girlfriend. On top of that, I'm struggling with feeling insecure about his new female co-worker who is incredibly beautiful, newly single, and working very closely with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I fear that he'll become interested in her and break up with me. Do you have any advice on how to deal with insecurity and reinforce self-confidence in general? Eesh. Fire from her. a league <laughs> of my own. What you say to <laughs> her? eliminated. <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, there's okay, there's there is quite a bit here. Yeah, as well. So, okay, should we start with being wanting to be a boyfriend and or a best friend rather than a boyfriend and girlfriend or should we start with the girl? I want to start with the girl. <laughs> if you're already a little insecure, which we all are and we always will be, mm-hmm. so I think knowing that and just having a little bit of of foundedness and groundedness in that, you're going to be fine. We're all going to be insecure in some way, but you can still be confident and insecure, which is kind of an oxymoron. Right. But but you will always have... Called being human. Yeah. (laughs) Innate insecurities, but you can still be confident with it. The girl thing, number one, I hate. And I'm sorry that this is happening. If I was dating a boy, even if I didn't want to like fully be with him and wanted to change our dynamic to be a little bit more platonic, I would still hate any girl that comes along. Uh, even if I break up with someone I know it's my doing and they start dating someone else I'm like yeah (laughs) (laughs) no and that is tricky
0: because the truth of the matter is like when you spend more time with someone, you're getting closer with that person. And sometimes people spend more time at work. And mm. so that's a very genuine concern. Absolutely. To, I watch it happen all the time. I, I observe relationships where I'm like, how did that happen? Why did he end up with her? They were working together. They spent Ugh. more time together. And sometimes it's also like a um, a common bond because right. you have that to talk about. So I think it's there's a, a couple things that she could do. Um, she could... One, be very open and talk with him that she feels a little uncomfortable and ask him how he feels and kind of observe his answer and his solidar- solidarity, mm-hmm. how solid he is, you know, while he's answering. And um, also kind of just be patient with if he makes her feel secure or not. Because I've been in relationships where I've expressed um, a concern for a very similar dynamic, and the person did not make me feel better. Mm-hmm. They didn't show. Like, I'm prioritizing your feelings. I don't want you to feel this way. I'll, let, I'll set a boundary. Like, what makes you uncomfortable? What makes you comfortable? And I'll mm. respect that. You know, that's not how I was treated. It was right. like, <laughs> well, she's my friend. And like, da 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 And it's platonic. And nothing's wrong. And it was all about defense. Uh, defense. Yeah. Defense.
2: What do you want me to not have friends? Yeah. Uh. And to
0: me, that's the biggest red flag. If there's defense of yes. any kind, right. something's wrong. Yes. So something's not right if in his answer when she approaches him, there's defense, red flag. Yep, absolutely. If there's no defense whatsoever and it's like, oh my God, you feel this way, whatever I need to do to make you feel. But then then honestly, he seems like a very trustworthy guy. Yeah. He cares about your feelings and I wouldn't be too worried. And I think she might find confidence and security in how he approaches it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing.
1: I think that's so smart of like that's the litmus test of if they're doing something wrong is being defensive I remember one time uh, I guess I wasn't cheated on but we had broken up and then he had slept with another person and then when we were getting back together he felt like he had to tell me which is yes you did mm-hmm. in order for us to have like a true relationship but the before he was able to tell me I found out so mm. yeah it was bad and we were going to a movie and we were in a car and I had like it, ugh. I had just seen a psychic which is kind of funny because I was like, what is this? Tell me everything you think you know and I'll see if it's true. I went through this like whole experimental phase of like, do I believe in this or not? And I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, but this is like the first time I ever went to a psychic and she was like, you have nothing to worry about. Um, the girl that you're uh, feeling a little bit weird about, she's not a, not an issue. So find solace in your relationship. It's fine. And I was like, okay, great. And so I was telling him, I had just gotten back from this session. And I was in the car and we were on the way to this movie. And I was telling him how great of a time I had at the session. I was like, she also said like, oh, this girl that I was having feeling weird feelings about, uh, she told me to not worry about it. And then he started to get defensive of like, why are you talking about that? And I was like, well, I just, I'm telling you that is a good thing. She said that we have nothing to worry about. Like, I'm being weird to you about this girl for no reason. And then so he started to get tense up a little bit. And I had told him that I went with another friend. So I had told the other friend that I had insecurities about this girl that was with my – that I thought I had, like, a little inkling. Women, know, And I know that's so, like – uh, women have intuition but like we do totally. <laughs> <No> <laughs> we no really doubt. really do and so I was like I know that there's something going on and it feels like you're not telling me anything but instead I was like I'm gonna trust you this is what the psychic said I told my friend and then he started to get crazy and he was like wait why were you telling your friend all about this he was like nobody needs to know that you're feeling this way about me and this other girl there's nothing there and I was like well if there's nothing there why are you freaking out about it right now Yeah. and then he was like Silent, and then I I asked the right question because there's a lot of guys out there that if you ask like ancillary questions or not very direct questions, they will answer those exact questions, but they will never give you the truth because you didn't directly ask that question. Yeah, and then so I said, "Why are you so mad? Did you sleep with her or something?" And then he said, "We can talk about this later." and parked the car at the movie theater and I said, no, we're okay. And I went to get out of the car and because that's so like me. If I feel like I'm about to get hurt, I just, I'm out of there so easily. And then, so I did the opposite and I just stayed and listened and we didn't go to the movie and we talked for like five hours about the whole thing. But yeah, people start getting defensive. My long story short, (laughs) to agree with you, people get defensive when they're wrong or hiding something. totally. 100% because it's a
0: it's like a guard it's like wait what I don't Mm -hmm. I'm hiding something right if there's nothing to hide there's ease yeah yeah it's like okay to talk about it yeah one thing I love that sorry my husband and I did like way in the beginning of our relationship was we were like god forbid you ever develop feelings for someone else or you start even being curious tell me Mm. like always know that that space is open and I don't I don't ever want to look at you and be like you hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know, you you did some, you acted on something that you couldn't talk with me about. Like, let's always make sure that foundation of trust is never broken. Because once that trust is broken, it is almost impossible to get it back to mm. the purity that it once was. Like people try, and kudos to them. And of course, you can forgive, but like it, you don't forget. You, it's not men in black. Yeah. Like you can't erase. So it's like, <laughs> you know, as you. I just think it's so important to just always create a safe space, to have enough confidence, to be like, listen, if feelings ever do develop, please don't act on anything. Have the decency to tell me and talk about it with me so I can avoid getting emotionally invested, getting hurt. Don't string me along. Let me go find someone else too. Like, you know, don't be so immature that you're trying to eat your cake and have it too, you know, like, let me go.
1: Right. I think that's a great thing if she has this conversation with her boyfriend, which it always ends up being like, you should have a conversation. Uh, Yeah, I think having an open space and and setting that as a foundation for any relationship, new or old, or rekindling like that's. (laughs) I think everyone should go through that a lot. The issue I think here that we haven't touched on, Mm -hmm. aside from because we talked about the the girl thing and talking about it, Mm -hmm. is uh well, being the the platonic version of them versus the boyfriend and girlfriend which i mean it probably will happen if you if he does fall for this other girl which like hopefully he doesn't right but the the main part about it underneath all of it is just Asking how to deal with insecurity and having self-confidence or reinforcing it in general. Like mm-hmm. what would you, what has helped you in the past when you feel really low or not good about yourself? Like what do you do that makes you feel very confident or that you are worth it? Mm-hmm. So
0: whenever I have ever caught myself, yeah, feeling insecure, like on, like my husband's a better person than I are, or this Mm -hmm. or that, or (laughs) I, I immediately go, wow, like I'm not loving myself. Wow. Like something's missing here, Mm. you know? And so I'll take a day to do things I need to do that I know make me feel confident. And everyone has their own things, I think, that they should pay attention to that make them feel good inside. For me, it's definitely like taking care of myself in a manicured type of way. I love to have my nails fret. Like, I literally feel a little less confident when my nails aren't done. Yeah, I get that. I will like look down and be like, oh, like I'm due, you know? So (laughs) taking some time to like go get my nails done or or just to feel good aesthetically, it is something that also accentuates my insides. Mm -hmm. And I think this is important to maybe share with her because she even said that she feels like he's a little out of her league. Right, Um, yeah, yeah. Is that like, it's not wrong to want to feel beautiful on the outside. I think a lot of people... Females even have this idea like um, that if I put too much effort on the outside that it's it's less happening on the inside. But to right. me, it's mutual. It's kind of I – t- I teach my women. It's kind of like how transgenders are. It's like they need to do certain things to fix their outside appearance to feel like their insides are at home. Mm. And I feel the same thing for beauty. Like if I don't have my hair done, if my nails aren't done, I don't feel at home in my body. I don't feel like my outside appearance is reflecting the beauty I know that I have inside. So it's not wrong to like pour that love into your physical appearance to feel at home inside of yourself. Right. You know, and I think if you compare it to transgender, like you really prioritize it. You are like, this is important. I do need to feel like my outside body reflects my inside. They go hand in hand, I think. Yeah. So that's one way I lift up my confidence. If I feel like my outside appearance reflects my inside, I feel in harmony. Yeah. Like in alignment. Yeah, so maybe that's something. Look good, feel good, definitely. And then the last thing I was gonna say for her to do though is to just pay attention, like is is she wanting to make it a platonic relationship because she feels like mm-hmm. he's out of her league and to, or, and maybe she's limiting the romance and the love that can be there because she's scared and mm-hmm. fearful. And so right. to pay attention to that, because she might be missing out on a beautiful relationship, a beautiful love that could be more than platonic because she has fears inside. Yeah. So to not like let that fear be the leading factor to pay attention, we, we miss out on so much goodness just because we're being fearful.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. Always. Right. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Get me out of this nutshell. I'm scared.
2: <laughs> What's your go-to feel yes. better? Yes.
1: Oh, uh, I like to journal a lot because it's, as much as you can talk about something, writing it down has a different kind of catharsis. And so the other day, I, I bought a brand new journal and it says, uh, on the cover, it says, I regret nothing, which I really love because uh, my cousin, a long time ago, she had said, I think we were like, And she was like, my favorite. I was like, what's your favorite quote? And she was like, uh, don't regret anything because at the time it's exactly what you wanted. And I was like, ooh.
2: What a (laughs) forward-thinking eight-year-old. Right? We might have been 12.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 21. This was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So I I so that's why I bought that notebook because everything that I was about to write in it happened because it was supposed to happen. But I would say journaling helps me so much, even like with deciding which apartment to get when it's something so non-emotional, it's like a pros and cons list. So like I, the other day in, in regard to you talking about insecurity and and reinforcing self-confidence, I wrote a list down and I was like, this is how I want to improve as a person. And I wrote like, 11 bullet points of things that I wanted to do every single day that would make me feel like a better person some of it's easy like drinking water and then some of it's like exercise or meditate or do one thing selflessly for somebody else or go out when you even if you don't want to like I'm a, naturally a hermit and I would love to like I cancel plans left and right just so I could be with myself which is like very lonely sometimes mm-hmm. so it's like I, little things that you can improve upon so like even writing it down and writing out why you want to do that too might help you have some sort of revelation and make you feel better the the fact that you're even wanting to be better is already miles ahead of of anyone that doesn't want to improve on themselves so at least you have enough self-love in order to implore and explore this uh but i think yeah i mean i agree like looking good on the outside makes me feel way better and less crusty (laughs) inside (laughs) writing really helps me get my thoughts together yeah i love writing too i I agree with that
2: what about you if I'm having a hard day or I know I'm going to have a hard day or whatever, I will I love knowing that you're going to have I know you're going to have a hard day. A hard day. You, I know it's going to be rough today. Your beady eyes open you go, ah, oh, "Life again?" This one. <laughs> you this again? Tuesday. Um, I <laughs> I will take the extra 30 minutes to get up to make sure I can wash my hair, do like all of my makeup, like feel like I want to feel good enough that like if somebody was walking by, they'd be like, "Ooh, she's so pretty." Yeah, yeah. And like I love that because I am like pretty vain. I always like want to be looking good, um, but sometimes you don't have time or whatever. But that sometimes we just can't get there. Sometimes my <laughs> baby no has matter how so much big makeup big. we have on, <laughs> sometimes that shape tape can't cover all the tired bags I have. Um, but also another thing that I really love to do. I, if I, I'll make the time to bake something. Like, if I get to make something and give it to somebody I love or somebody that I think will appreciate it, I don't have to love them.
1: Um. (laughs) But they will appreciate it. Everyone likes free gifts. Of course.
2: Um, A lot of mine are food-based. Another thing I'll do is just, like, get my favorite food. Ooh. So, like, (gasps) if I really... If I'm having a tough day and I'm like, I just want sushi, I'll like, I like pad my budget with like, you know, a hundred extra dollars a month that like will do something. (laughs) Your bad day bank. (laughs) That's my bad day bank. (laughs) That's my rainy day money. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like to go get food you really love, or to like get a shirt, or just something that like, and it's not even about the material aspect of it. It's It's treating yourself exactly. What's your
1: go-to? I'm having a bad day. I'm gonna treat myself food. Oh, food. Um,
2: honestly. I feel like you're going to say like carrots You should say kale salad. Like, oh you are God. like the vision of health, I feel I know. like. so
1: funny. You look like what hydration looks like.
2: <laughs> like if you oh were my like, God. my go-to food is water and like. And cu- but it's cucumber water. <laughs> it's cucumber water and like a slice of a peach. This is
0: hilarious. Oh, my God. Um, I was this way before I got pregnant. Okay. During my pregnancy, I was the epitome of that woman that was like balls to the wall. I'm eating everything that I never let myself have. Sure. And I have yet to let those foods go.
1: So I (laughs) am – She's gripping one right now. Like,
0: I actually am like only have the body that I have because of dance. If I did not dance – things would look different. <laughs> no, but I was gonna, my go-to, like, I'm going to treat myself, this would make me feel so happy right now, is coffee. Like, that is my so – Really? So I'll go to Starbucks and, like, get my favorite drink. And that drink, whether I drink it all or even just take a sip, mm-hmm. just having it in my hand, it makes me feel like that way. I think sushi makes you feel. So oh, that's, that's, that is that is the first thing that came to my head. It is the truth. I think I love is it? that.
1: Is it just straight-up iced coffee? No. It's hot. No, it's a chai. It's a, chai. It it's, is, a frappuccino. it's a frappuccino. No, no. It's uh vanilla. Uh, <laughs> no, you guys, <laughs> you're sad. You're you're just so like that. It's a very very açai
2: refreshing.
0: <laughs> with no with sugar. No no. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god, you have me all wrong.
1: I'm like <laughs> extra sugar,
0: then some more cream. I hardly want to taste the coffee. No, I do want to taste the coffee, but it's a vanilla sweet cream cold brew. That's my favorite. Oh
1: my god, that's a lot of caffeine.
0: It is, I know, I but can't I can handle it. Really, I probably drink like just a couple inches of it, but like I said, I just like to have it.
2: That's so cool. I,
1: I wish I coffee was my little guilty pleasure.
2: Yeah, my guilty <laughs> pleasure is like a garbage plate wrapped in pizza, like dipped in chocolate.
1: <laughs> mine is like an alive pig. <laughs> 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 I love pork belly so oh much. I don't. What's what is what is yours? I'm wondering, because yeah. I feel like mine used to be McDonald's. Oh, I was going to
2: say, I bet I could pick yours. But I
1: don't think it's good. We'll pick it now with a fish fillet.
2: Well, if it was McDonald's, it'd be a fish fillet. But I feel like now, if you were like, I need to feel better with food, which is how I always feel. (laughs) Yeah, me every day. (laughs) It would be probably like a ton of salmon sashimi and then like a Kit Kat to wash it down. To wash it
1: down. Also, I've been really into street tacos lately. Ah, Yes, you have. Like, oh, Who am I? One time, okay, so I never go on first dates. I never go on dates. First or second or otherwise. So I went on a first date once, and I usually don't like tacos. I don't like tacos, and I don't like dating. So,
2: (laughs) Those are two of my favorite things.
1: (laughs) And so I went on a first date with a guy, to this place called Salazar out in LA. If you live in like the Silver Lake area, it's really cute, really hip. You always have to wait there. But it, they have really, really good um, carne asada and al pastor tacos. Mm. And after that date, I mean, I'm not, not dating this guy anymore, but I am continuing to eat these tacos.
2: <laughs> I am dating the tacos. <laughs> I am
1: dating the tacos. <laughs> Uh, they're so good, and every time I post to make something now,
2: it is El Pastor tacos. That That's sounds amazing. good. Yeah, you go through phases though. Like I know she goes through like <laughs> heavy, heavy phases of like. All she'll want her, like, cheat meals or whatever to be is pasta. And then it'll <laughs> only be tacos. And, like, sh- and then she it'll commit. only be McDonald's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's I'm an all or nothing think, girl. I'm the same an way. And an ebb
1: and flow. Like, it's all or nothing until it's <laughs> all or nothing. Until right? it's nothing. I'm kind of I, that way, too.
2: Like, I, there was a month where we were both on the same wave where Let's all see, we she? wanted was chicken wings. Mm. We, had, we had wings for, like, lunch and dinner one day. <laughs> and then, like, lunch the next day. What's your, I need to know, like, what's like food wise? Like, pregnant, give me your biggest pregnancy craving. Yes. And what you've held on to since pregnancy that you love to eat. Okay. Honestly, it's so terrible. And how
0: much you ate. I want to know how much you ate. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I really, it's so typical. Hot Cheetos were like, Mm. if I didn't have a bag of hot Cheetos on me, I would find a way to get one in there. Like, I, I had backup. I always had two bags of hot Cheetos. This on was me. pregnancy craving. This was pregnancy <gasps> craving, and then I would feel guilty because I'm like, oh my god, the red dye 40, and I'm like, Sh- I shouldn't be eating <laughs> this. You're like
2: exact- the red dye 40, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the- and I was like, God, all I want is just a healthy, spicy chip. You know, I, I just wanted a, sp- and it had to be cheesy, too, like a cheesy, spicy chip.
1: What'd you and find? So they specific. ended up
0: making one. Pop chips made a spicy chip. And Whoa! Pop chips are- I love. They pop don't chips. use the dye to color it. And so I ended up loving those. But then also, um, barbecue became Mm. my favorite food to eat. Oh my gosh. What's your
2: favorite barbecue thing? Thing or place? Thing. (laughs) Both. Yeah. Both. But say it slowly for Megan. Say it
1: slowly and I'm gonna close my eyes.
2: (laughs) Barbecue.
1: I can't. Oh, no, baby. tri-tip sandwich. Oh, like, wow. Dipped
0: in whatever places. Like, you know, every place Just has their favorite. Some. Dipped yeah. in
1: some sort of grease. I don't it's care if it's yet. oil from your car. Just some sort of right. grease on
0: that baby. Barbecue tri-tip sandwich with, like, it, it has to be creamy coleslaw because some coleslaw actually is too healthy. It's not enough cream. Oh, my God.
2: I love the new side of you. Yeah, <laughs> right? I love and the new Britney Nicole. <laughs>
0: And so do a lot of my friends, because I used to be very unenjoyable to eat with. Um,
2: <laughs> and baked beans. So baked beans, creamy oh, coleslaw, yeah. and a ch- barbecue tri-tip sandwich. Did you guys know that the the dog, Will, from the bushes Baked Beans died? I don't
1: know who this is. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> it sounds the- like you're telling me about Charlotte's Web characters, because I have... No clue what you're oh talking about.
2: No, the Bush's, okay, Bush's baked beans in the can. Yeah, yeah. All their commercials had this, like, really sweet oh. golden retriever in it, and he passed away.
0: Wow. I did just get a memory of a commercial.
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. I've
1: been advertised to <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Aww. That's really, that was Lessons. like, uh, there's, Lessons. it's always crazy when people, when brands have an animal counterpart yeah. Cause what happened? Like the Taco right. Bell Chihuahua,
2: right? They discontinued the commercials. Well, when the dog of course,
1: um, that would be cr- who's getting the royalties? <laughs> oh, can you imagine that Taco Bell dog getting residuals? That's such an interesting topic. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> just thinking about, yeah, I want to get my daughter into commercials so bad. How old is your daughter? She just turned two on Saturday. Oh my, oh my God, God, happy gosh! Friday. Thanks. What's your Another favorite part
1: about her? <laughs> <laughs> like feature-wise? Is she funny or is she also, like what's bright or polite? Hilarious. Or like what's her, what's like the best
0: part of her? What's She's her name? She's so funny. Her name is Nala. <gasps> Nala Rose Gooch. Wow. Um, which just fun fact, I did not plan this, which people would think I did because I would do this.
1: Energy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Her initials are NRG. Energy. Whoa. Yeah. I know.
0: Total alignment. That's really cool. I did not plan that at all. That's really cool. And I don't think I ever would have put those pieces of the puzzle together unless my best friend's Boyfriend said that, like he did that. Right, it was like he just said the word. He was like, "Oh my god, energy." I'm like, "What are you saying?" And he was like, "Her <laughs> initials, NRG." And I was like, "Oh just my god,
2: cool. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I know, you put that together so fast. Yeah, you're I well. Your puns, I, you I, do, I, yeah. I, and I like
1: escape rooms. And you said <laughs> and I would not put energy. this together, and I go, "Okay, what would you not put together?" <laughs> da, 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 and I became that meme where all of those <laughs> those geometry shapes are on that lady's face. Yeah, yeah. So. That's all she's like this.
0: She's just this purposeful ball of energy. I love purposeful. She she is so purposeful. Like her life has already so much purpose, like. There are people that are obsessed with her. I get DMs that are like, "I just want to let you know in the most uncreepy way that every time you post about Nala, like my whole day is made." Wow. I know. She is affecting a lot of people. Like she she has a strong power to her. Um her light, her humor, like it really radiates like far past a phone screen. Wow. I know. I, I love have like a that. really powerful baby. It's kind of overwhelming. <laughs>
1: is she gonna are you gonna get her into dance or see where she kind of walks into so the coolest thing her day daycare in a sense because rob
0: my husband and i we have like a schedule with her is his mma gym so she is like already in full awareness of how to take someone down (laughs) i'm crying she knows how to do a takedown she knows how to get on top and like take the head and put it in a place wow. where you can hardly breathe now but obviously it's done in the most gentle way <laughs> she's like way. i'm terrified sure. right <laughs> yeah. no but like you have to pretend she's taking you down but she knows like yes. what leg to attack right you know and she'll just hold it wow <laughs> like, so she at the moment is already getting trained in jujitsu and wrestling oh
1: my that's god cause she sees
0: it every day and she sees all this happen from 3 30 and on like she's surrounded by warriors really cool and then when she's with me she's like girly 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 she wants to have her crown on her dress on i do her hair she wants to wear all my bracelets so she has him and me i think 50 50 split Really cool. I haven't had the opportunity to like engulf her in dance the way he gets to engulf her in MMA, but right. she loves dancing, and when music comes on, like she hits a groove like immediately. She hits a groove. I swear to God. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> she see like she just pulled up a picture of her. She wants to – she has her stroller. She has her purse. She wears her sunglasses, like, all on her own. (laughs) I don't even like to wear sunglasses, but it's my favorite thing when she wears her sunglasses because it just screams, like, I'm important.
1: I (laughs) love – she wears her sunglasses. Mm -hmm. I wish I could just naturally (laughs) wear sunglasses. Like, I have to think about – wearing sunglasses i know me too i have to tell
0: myself i probably should wear sunglasses today yeah
1: (laughs) but mine's not even like the block the sun it's like oh i I I probably look cooler with these on today Totally. (laughs) (laughs) i I have to actively go
0: oh i'll look better if these are on (laughs) yeah yes i i danced um with her in my belly until i was seven months Okay. Oh, so really? I think she got a lot of music in her and dance in her, like, in her blood that way. Wow. So I do feel like I'm not worried, you know? Because she, yeah. she's in MMA now, but she has, like, the dance in her blood.
1: Wow, that's so cool. Are you going to put your kids – are you going to force your kids into anything? Or are you going to see where they go? Like, have you ever been to, a like, an Asian wedding or seen this? It's a very Asian tradition where at the very beginning it's, like, a baby shower after they're born – and they, you put like specific items that represent different occupations, like maybe one's a a doctor's stethoscope, and then one's a, a ballet shoe, and one's maybe something like a like a guitar pick or something. And the baby crawls to it, and whatever they crawl to is kind of their destiny. Have you ever seen this? No. no. This is like a big tradition in the Asian culture, but would so <laughs> that's just some backstory. Right. I have nothing <laughs> to say on that. But are are you going to I guess see where your kid ends up? Or are you going to be like, hey, you? should like pick up a guitar like what do you want to do with your kid
2: I just want to have really funny kids Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like putting them in drama yeah I think like I 100% like want them to do what they want I think I want to do a lot of stuff with them when they're growing up yes and then when they're like five six seven eight
1: (laughs) And Very with, good. She knows her audience. She read the room. You got two dancers in here. Very good.
2: You Can't count a beat though. Um I think when they're around that age of like they can kind of choose things for themselves, I'll for sure want to be like, "What do you want to do?" Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you going to have them do? Also, what kind of what what kind of kids do you want?
1: Polite. Thank you for asking. Oh, for sure. If my yeah, kids
2: aren't polite, huge. they're not my kids. Totally. Yeah. Um what, do you want boys? Do you want girls? What do you want?
1: I think I want one boy and one girl or two girls. I don't think I could do two boys, but I could make them such gentlemen because I've learned so much about how to be treated and how not to be treated. (laughs) But I, I think I want one boy and one girl. And I think doing things with them was great. I think I'll give them the option to choose anything, but you have to be doing one thing. At least one thing. So, like, if one year you want to try guitar and then you hate it, okay, try something else, whether that's another instrument or, like, com- like soccer, something completely different. But try, just try to do one consistent hobby. I just think that's, I wish that my mom, she always was like, you should be in drama class because you're so dramatic. <laughs> but then, like, I was like, well, you should have, like, pushed me into it. Right. But, like, of course yeah, you yeah. shouldn't push anyone into it. Right, right, right. I was yeah. like, I wish, I wish my mom would have, like, pushed me into it. Yeah, yeah, if yeah.
2: you have a girl, yeah. Megan was a competitive cheerleader, will you want her to do cheer.
1: Uh I mean it'd be fun, but I wouldn't push her into it. Yeah,
2: you, but if she did, would you be like, yes?
1: I, if she was a competitive cheerleader, I'd be very happy because I feel like I could relate. Yeah, more than it is like following my footsteps, I could relate with her, right? And I could help her out with getting through it. Or I mean, like because uh, cheerleading is. Fleeting, you know. You have an ex- expiration date. You can't flip forever, <laughs> but like, so it'll be nice to just be like, when she thinks it's her whole life, be like, yeah, but like, it's not. You right. think that you think it's everything, which is everybody in high school. You think everything is everything, True. right? And right, it right. truly isn't. Did you love Bring It On or hate it? I Bring It On one or two, one. three, four original. Let's um, just talk about it. Yes, I loved it. I think it. it's delightful. I think it was ahead of its time. I also think they depicted cheerleading in a great way because it's much harder than people think it is. Yeah. And I also think that it was written so tightly and comedically to where when I first saw it, I didn't realize that some of the jokes were very like adult centric. Yeah. And then when I, I watch it, like every single year, <laughs> and every year I'm like, wow, that was very racy. That's yeah. That's a very racy joke I was watching when I was twelve. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Right. Totally. Yeah. I loved that movie.
1: Bring it on is. So good, so good.
0: <laughs> Just curious because sometimes when you do something and you're, you know, the world of it, and the yeah. movie comes out, you're like, that movie sucks. It didn't embody it at all. So right? I was, like wanted in a high field. <laughs> I
1: think bring it, on, bring it on, and stick it. Have you ever seen Stick It, the gymnastics one? Yes. yes. Bring it on, Stick It are written by the same person, ah. and they have a very specific. Wow, that was so Filipino of I mean, to change an <laughs> F to a P. Specific, specific formula, and they both kind of shared the same like character arc yeah. and story arc of the whole thing. I loved both of them so much. Yeah, if you have never seen them, <laughs> right. pause the podcast, watch both of them, Bring and it then on. press uh, record back. And
0: actually, sorry, while we're on the topic, what are what is your absolute like two favorite? Movies are just timeless to ah, you.
1: Wow! What a I'm shell shocked and blindsided. I've never
2: been asked my two favorite. I know. it's always your
0: favorite or like your top five. I guess I asked two because I have two. So I was like, <laughs> "So you can't just I can't pick one or the other." Brynn, it's so have. clear
2: you just want to tell us your favorite. Yeah, Let's tell us yours. Brin, 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 what are your favorite? Come on, Brynn. Fine, what what is it?
0: <laughs> it was just because Bring It On like totally triggered me to think about my favorite
1: movies. Okay, and okay. Coyote Ugly is one that <laughs> okay. I get so stuck. And I have never seen Coyote Ugly. Like, I'm so stunned. But I had a, my first dance teacher ever, the girl, the I was convinced to dance by my cheerleading coach, one of my cheerleading coaches, that was like spe, specific. How can I cannot say this? <laughs> how can I can- <laughs> Why and how can I not say this word? <laughs> she specialized in the dance portion of our routines because she was the hip hop dance teacher. She had to convince me to go to a dance class and that's how I began dancing and she worked at a bar that was very like coyote ugly uh, and i always thought that was so cool but i've never seen the movie oh my god
2: it's, it's an it exceptional triggers me movie. wow yeah,
1: okay <laughs>
0: I'll put it on the list. I, You know, it's one of those things that I wish you saw at the time you saw Bring It On. Oh, okay. Because then as you get older, you just appreciate it. Right. You know, but if you were to watch it at this age, maybe. I'm just setting myself up to success. I'm sure I'll still like
1: it. I hope you will. You will. It's (laughs) like just from my memory of of my dance coach. She – and we weren't allowed to go to the bar because she was like, I'm your coach until we got old enough to like not be on the team anymore. Okay. And so we went to the – the bar and it was this nice little cute bar in Orlando kind of countryish a little bit and then they would have like Daisy Dukes and cowboy cowboy shoes and hats and like crop (laughs) tops and they would get on the bar and do a choreographed dance like the four of them and it was super sexy it was yeah so is this Coyote
0: Ugly Mm -hmm. ish yeah see I've been in a couple bars where it's like ah they're just not as hot as the Coyote Ugly girls okay it just almost taints it for you because in the movie it's like they all have their look Uh Huh. And it's different. So it's not four girls that are twins. It's yes. like yeah. you have. A, it's not
2: four blonde hot girls. No. It's Tyra Banks and this like Tyra gorgeous, Banks is in it? Yes, yes mom. Who else is in it? Oh. No one knows. Right, That's so funny. It's the girl <laughs> that looks like <laughs> Brittany Murphy but isn't Brittany Murphy. Brittany
1: Snow? No.
0: There's no, there's no. no other like really recognizable name. Really, okay. But they're
2: also. I didn't know
1: Tyra was in this. Yeah. do You ever remember seeing "Leading Life, Life sized. Size"? Oh my gosh, when Tyra was a Barbie doll. Yeah. Shine bright, shine bright, don't be shy. <laughs> be do, it's they're
2: ty- coming out with a second one. No, stop. Yes. People yes. need to stop yes. doing this. Yes. Why are be- Why are you not excited?
1: Because <laughs> it's going to be worse. Is Tyra in it? Yes. Oh, okay. okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how. Well, goes.
1: you shut me up. <laughs> Wait, now I'm was excited. It, wasn't Lindsay Lohan the little girl? <gasps> oh, wow, wow. Now what? What's the what? What's find what you can find <laughs> oh, on life size two, <laughs> and let me know because I'm wildly interested. I just hate when people try and make a sequel and it's bad because totally. it changes the first one. I know. Like all of the other just bring let it on. Be great. Let
0: it be great. Let it be just
1: great. It be great. Ugh.
0: I know. I didn't want to say anything about the other bring it on. I didn't know if you were in one of. them. <laughs>
1: I mean no I was in stop up 4 but okay. not bring it I would have tr- I would have loved to be in bring it on 4. <laughs> I don't know which one that is.
2: Tyra Banks is isn't it? Lindsay Lohan is not. What but I need her to be in it. Um the premiere is coming on Freeform this December as part of the 25 Days of Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie? I, th- I mean, it's 25 Days of Christmas.
1: She became a, a human, right? Yeah, so now yeah. she's not life-size Barbie. She is Tyra Banks as a Barbie right. in Sunnyvale. And so she's a real person now trying to like... She eats bread in the movie, which I think is great for Tyra Banks.
2: <laughs> she, really she probably like, spit it out.
1: definitely had a spit bucket right off camera.
2: Grown-ish actress... Francia Reza, um, will join the cast as Grace Manning, the other female lead.
1: What's the synopsis? Does it give us like a backstory of what's going to happen in <laughs> Life Size 2? Is it called something else or just Life it's Size It's called
2: two? Life Size 2. Okay. A lot uh, of creativity here. <laughs> aside from the obvious difference that Eve will have aged about 18 years between the two movies, Banks is promising more updates soon. Um, but, but, but Definitely be more grown up, adding, as some parents may Need to use a little parental discretion on whether or not they should be wa- their kids should be watching Life Size 2 or not. I don't know if Nala will be allowed to <laughs> right. see it. Um, then this is my favorite question. Will there be a bop like the original movies, Be a Star? Be a
1: Star is such a bop. It is a bop. Oh my God, I'm going to dance to that. Wait, I have a question.
0: Yes. Does bop stand for something? I don't think so. Oh, really? Does it?
1: No, it's what? just a bop. It's oh. just a bop. Oh. Yeah. It's just a word. If bop did it's like stand kids for bop, something, but bop. You know what? I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, I can't believe kids bop. That like blew my mind because they started that in what, 1990 something. Yeah. And now bop is a cool word. Right. Like ki- they were ahead of the game forever. Right. 2001,
2: kids bop started.
1: 2001. If bop did stand for something, let's make this up all together. Everyone okay. gets their own letter. So, Bryn, you go first. Oh my- Bagan. You're what banging? Banging. I mean, what's your o? On banging on, um, and then the p, of course, is uh, banging on. When you
2: said we all have to think of one, I thought we were all gonna think of our own. I thought we were
1: too, but then I decided how cute is teamwork?
2: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Then I'm not giving you my p, and
1: I can't (laughs) give mine either. So how good am I at teamwork? (laughs) Banging on. So it's gotta be something with like music, right?
2: I was thinking beats on point.
1: Ooh. Ooh! That's so much but better I than banging. Bang-in. <laughs> I have never been more impressed with the girl to my right. Yeah. Irene's on my left. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm crying. I'm crying. Beat's on point. Beat's is on so point is
1: incredible. It makes so much sense, too. <laughs> wow, I'm so glad I didn't try.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Me, all <laughs> and the I got. Time. got cut. <laughs> so Beat's on point. Wow, be-
1: we got to take a break. That was too good. We're going to take a quick break while Bryn gives us an extra piece of advice you can find on meganbatune.com and we will be right back. Bye. It's about Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
2: Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's com slash wondery.
1: And we're back. Hey, hey. Before we answer one last question, what are you working on? You teach all the time in L.A.? When, if someone wants to come take your class, where can we find you? <laughs> okay. Bless you again. Thank you.
2: Sorry.
0: <laughs> Just make me bless you all the time. Girl. <laughs> um, I
2: need it. I need it, honey.
0: Um, okay. So I teach three times a week. I mm-hmm. teach Monday and Wednesday at Millennium, 6 o'clock, and Friday at Playground, 6 o'clock. Amazing. Yes. And all three are pump fitents, so all require heels. Sure. Um, I am open to letting someone come without heels, but to me, it's cheating the whole point of the class. Yeah, of course. Yes. Um, Only to me, if there's an injury, fine. Uh There's not an injury, heels should be on your foot. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, three times a week. And I really – I so passionate about the intensives that I just started building this year. This was awesome. my first year ever doing intensives. Um, and it has been a dream come true. I'm so glad Like I sat down, put my time and effort into crafting them. It's fulfilling for me because they're experiences. Mm-hmm so much different than a class a master class or a private because they're all within an hour to maybe two hour time frame Mm -hmm. yeah my playground class is two hours there's only so much you can do in a short time frame you know and then that's it you go home and i don't see you till next week but when you craft like an intensive it's It's an experience. It's hours on hours. And I only have two. I have one called The Roots, which is completely beginner friendly and open to all levels whatsoever, but also beautiful for advanced dancers because it's just the whole foundation of my style. But my style comes with like mental and spiritual awakenings. I love it. So – it's very different than just like an advanced dancer being like, I already know the foundation. It's not about just physicality. It's so much about the spirituality, like the connection with yourself. Maybe you're an amazing dancer, but do you really know all of your emotions and have you tapped into all of them? And do you have someone that could help guide you into that space? You know. And so I've really invested all my time into like that one intensive to me should only – should come before the other one Mm -hmm. because I don't teach anything in similar. So like at my – Um, My other one, which is called the industry intensive, I don't teach anything from the roots. I expect that you already have done the roots. You know the roots. Right. And in the industry intensive, that's solely for someone that really wants a place in the industry um, because it's full-blown, like, craft-like Audition, mock audition, but I have like my agents come in and genuinely they're a part of the mock audition. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that. Uh huh.
0: That's uh so helpful. So helpful. I break down castings and how important it really is to have a look because sometimes, even if you train your whole life, you're this exceptional dancer. You're cut based off your look.
1: Almost. All of the time. Or your headshot.
0: Yeah. Like on now things are so Mm -hmm. submission-based. You don't have a good look that's bookable. Like amazing that you're such a good dancer, but it really is important that you know what your look is. And that's not to say it has to be this stunningly gorgeous. Like if you're – radical or edgy. Mm-hmm. It's just about capitalizing on whatever you are and taking it kind of extreme because right. as dancers, we are extreme. So anyways, in the <laughs> yeah. industry, in the industry intensive, I brand like I help everyone figure out like what's your flavor? What's your sauce? And how do we accentuate it? I do headshots for them. I pose coach them. I teach them how to do all their makeup really because awesome. for auditions, like people sometimes don't look like their headshots. So it's oh, like all the time. <laughs> how do you come into an audition looking exactly like you do in your headshot? Well, you have to be educated in glam. And so it's like I do this full like they're so different. And so my heart is in those intensives. Yeah. And that's like my main focus right now.
1: I love that. Thank you. Congratulations. Thanks, that's definitely something you'd be proud of. Thanks. So much work that's very worth it and fulfilling for not only you but the students too yeah
0: all it's around so yes and like to hear like they're like oh my god this intensive changed my life like blah blah, blah. you don't really get to hear that after a class you know, yeah like, this class changed my life i mean i've heard once in a blue moon people are like wow like you know it was the best thing ever but like in the intensive it's so it's an experience mm-hmm. it's like going on a trip somewhere and you're like oh my god that trip was insane like I'll never think the same way again
1: right yeah so they're different I love it Thank you. and then a dance shoe in your future yes. I, I'm gonna keep every time I see you I'm gonna be Please. like how's a dance shoe dance shoe I think that's <laughs> so smart because there are no dance shoes I mean like I don't know the market for heels because I've never taken heels class until I'm about to go to yours yeah but like I'm sure that I mean I used to live in Miami and I would do Spanish award shows all the time, and yeah. that's the only. You wouldn't book a job unless you were in heels in Miami, right. and right. that was the only time I've ever danced in heels. But and even then, I was doing hip hop moves in heels right. with a hair whip. Like <laughs> right, it was, right, like, right. I don't know anything. Yeah, but I'm sure that there's so many people that need a specific type of shoe for yes. heel dancing. And you can do that. You I want to be, be like person. in and out.
0: It's just one shoe. Yes, that's it. Yes. Like just one shoe. Mm-hmm. I don't want a million. I just want that one. That literally, you're like, you put your soul into this shoe, like, literally and
1: figuratively. <laughs> I don't need
0: <laughs> another one. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That's ooh. Let's keep that. I put my soul Let's into this shoe. Let's keep that. That's that's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a very good, good. I like that a lot. <laughs> we discovered something here. yo. that's amazing. Thank you for asking. Of course. Let's help someone else. One last person in need. Are you ready? Ready. Okay, here we go. I have been happily married for three years to a wonderful husband and father. There's only one problem. He is incredibly disorganized and messy, and it drives me crazy. He has bad habits of throwing dirty clothes on the ground and leaving trash out around the house. I don't just want him to help me clean. I would also like him to realize that leaving the house a mess affects my feelings. Whenever I bring up my concerns, he apologizes and is cleanly for two days, and then he goes right back to his old habits. How can I communicate my feelings in a way that makes him want to change permanently from Mrs. Stressed Out? (gasps) I literally have the perfect answer for this. I cannot wait. Number one, Irene and I are not married. And (laughs) we have no kids. So we have no no place to stand and take it.
0: (laughs) Um it's so funny cuz it's role reversal for me and my husband. Uh-huh. So same exact scenario for her, but my husband is her. Okay. And I am Ooh. her
1: husband. Oh this is even better so yeah. we can yes. hear from the other side. Yeah.
0: Okay. So to me, I used to think my husband, I'm like, I love how clean he is, of course. But I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, just let me have, like, a moment, you know,
1: where I <laughs> yeah. throw my shit on the ground. And like, I don't feel like someone's staring at me to pick right. it up. Oh, no. But. That's me in a relationship. I'm like, why did you leave the spark can out? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is good. Yeah so we were encouraged to read the five
0: love languages yes please it is I think just like I said I'm like why were we not given this book in school because it's not just important for marriages or just really because the the book is very focused on marriage you know they don't even really talk about boyfriend girlfriend they're like husband wife spouse like it's very much because they they talk about passing Mm -hmm. that in love infatuation stage and then now you have to work on love and now you have to But effort in love. Um, at first, it's like you don't care about your five love languages because you're so inf- infested with each other and you're obsessed and you're blinded. And then it's like then that kind of does fade away. It doesn't mean that your love is over. Mm-hmm. It just means that now you have reached a different level of love where it needs a little bit more effort. The that infatuation stage will come with any new love. Yep. And so a lot of people think the grass is greener on the other side when that goes away. But really, it's just kind of like phase two. You know, it's mm-hmm. like more time into this relationship. Don't leave if. If you're still happy, just now different effort needs to come forth. So, anyway, um, one of Robert's ma- like his main love language is like acts of service in Me a sense. Too. Yeah,
1: I think Robert and I are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Maybe that's why I like you. <laughs> so it's yeah
0: so it's like once I realized like god this is a part of his love language yes. and when I'm not doing this he feels I'm not loving him yes I saw it so differently I wasn't like oh my god he's on me oh my god like he thinks I have to do this all the time and then when I you know so all of a sudden I was like okay no this is important to him on right. a different level that he can't really control like this is his love tank oh
1: my god I want to cry right now because <laughs> yeah. like not to interrupt you but yeah. to interrupt you Yeah. I, <laughs> when I had a inter- argument with a guy that i was dating about making the bed because it's so huge to me and he was like oh from now on i feel like if i never make the bed I, it's always going to be in the back of my mind you're going to be mad about it but b- that's because he didn't realize i can't change that that's an inherent thing about me because right. i am acts of service it's not that i'm like i need you to do this it's like i don't feel like you care about me because you're not you're you're not doing an act of service right
0: totally but and continue it's, <laughs> and it doesn't hurt You know what I'm saying? It's not like – it would be one thing if that act of service is detrimentally like (laughs) changing him and like it's hard for him to to show up and do that, you know? Yes. But if it's a little thing that you can do to make your spouse feel loved and feel better and comfortable in their shared space, Mm -hmm. then it's something that you need to do. It's a shared space. Like you have to respect what the other person needs to feel happy. So I think – If the husband should be willing to read five love languages, I don't think it works when only one person reads it because it's like you can't, one person can't be wise and the other person has no idea. Mm -hmm. You both have to read it. Each um, – also, instead of reading – I know reading takes time. You can audio listen to it, which is what I did. Right. So every car – there was an hour drive here. That's mm-hmm. like what? that's how many – maybe you for like driving. four yeah, thank chapters. You so much. Oh, no. <laughs> that's like four chapters down. Yeah. You know, instead of doing whatever else, you know, people do while they're driving, which is probably really dangerous. So it's like listening <laughs> to that audio book. Yeah. And so that's my advice.
1: I lo- – what's your love language? My love language is words of affirmation. Okay. That's a a lot of times when I get into relationships, I'm acts of service and the guy is always words of affirmation. Really? I wonder if that's a very common thing. Like the duel.
2: Yeah. Do Uh you know
1: the people that you've dated what their love language was?
2: Uh, Just being mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) They loved that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Wait, I have a question about love languages, which always confuses me because I don't know. I think I could figure out what their love language was, but is it possible to, like, receive love in a different way you give love? Oh, yeah. Because do you have two? Because, like, I feel like my personal love language that I do to show love is gift-giving, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's not what I need to feel loved. Do you, Are you a words of affirmation person? I think I might be acts of service. Like, it means a lot to me when somebody, like, Just offers to do something or does it? I think they we all we need all of them. We do need
0: all like
1: like what's the one that if you didn't get you feel unloved? Exactly. I was listening to Blink One Eighty Two (laughs) earlier today. Okay. And so and I was I was gonna make a tweet about this but I couldn't craft it in the amount of characters that I was allowed. Um, But you know he says she left me roses by the stairs. Surprises let me know she cares. (laughs) Is that gift giving or is that? acts of service it's gift giving it's a <laughs> nice. bloquet of flowers yeah
0: i think it's gift giving and that's so funny because i was listening to blink 182 last night oh my god I why robert and i play this game called karaoke where we'll play <laughs> it's, <not. laughs> it's just karaoke <laughs> but it's our version sure, so sure. i guess that it's like because <laughs> obviously we don't have like a setup we don't have a microphone with like lyrics on a screen yeah and stuff. but we'll um we only do like a the first verse and a chorus and we have to see who if you really know all the lyrics oh to and you can't sing them you're just lip singing and performing them
1: oh i love that
0: neither of us can really sing so it's just about like performance mode (laughs) that's really good and we always go down alternative lanes
1: oh my gosh i love that so do i i also as a blanket statement for karaoke this is a note that i have for all karaoke Karaoke, if you're listening, I think you should shave off half of your song. Yes. I think one verse, one chorus, get out of there. Yeah, because mainly no one can sing in a karaoke bar, and right. also it's if you're talking about like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song, nobody even knows the second verse. Right. Also, no one needs the ad libs at the end because you can't do them anyway. Totally. So funny. It's such a side note. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Back, back to your love language. Probably.
2: Maybe it's quality time. I do feel like, no, it's not, because I like being alone a lot. I don't know. Okay, let me tell you myself. what it is. Okay.
1: Tell me all of them, and I'll say yes
2: or no. Quality time. No. Words of affirmation. Yes. Acts of service. No. Uh, gift giving. No. And physical touch. No. So I'm none of them. No, I
1: said yes to words oh. of affirmation. I think your words of affirmation.
2: I think so, too, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was easy.
1: <laughs> I think words of affirmation suits you. That seems You seem touched when I tell you nice things. (laughs) It's true. I love it. What is the question here? We we just had a moment and I lost all of my train of thought. Uh, okay, so the love okay, so knowing how to speak each other's love languages. So if, so did you go through this situation where you had a conversation and you were like oh i understand that when when i am messy it makes you feel like i don't care well yes yes
0: we definitely had this conversation because this was the first year that we actually did start marriage therapy and i don't regret it for one freaking second Mar- i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice.
2: Thank
0: you. we i do have um I have a spiritual healer that um, I was I see like by myself whenever uh-huh. I want to, and but what I actually love about her is she's like me she preaches consistency. Mm-hmm. And I needed someone to do that because if without her, I was just having a session like once a year, twice mm-hmm. a year. It's so seasonal. Um, but she does packages and so she cares to have that once a week. And because of that, I was actually seeing like massive shifts and um, I felt like my toolbox was getting super full. And so anyway- Robert and I just felt like you know what it was time that we we were kind of coming to a point where our communication wasn't as beautiful as it used to be and it was something that was hard for us to wrap our head around but we are like fighters for each other like Mm -hmm. we knew the truth of us and that this was like a love that we would never want to let go of and we knew to be mature about it and like to you know kind of man up and like we we need a third party there to kind of help our there's tools that you don't have that I don't have we need to grab some others, sure. So um, I asked my healer. I was like, "Do you do like marriage therapy?" Because we, she, I, she's only a spiritual healer with me. She was like, "I am a certified therapist, and I have worked with couples every so often, and I would love to do that for you." Oh, amazing! And so she's not like, um, she's not like a marriage therapist, sure, you know. But mm-hmm. I loved her approach. I'm so, it was so God sent that, like, I asked her that because her approach with us was so different than I know other approaches are so our session she would make us start just staring at each other Uh and we just had to look at each other's eyes and as we did that she would just funnel like our backstory into us and like talk about she would she'd be like think of a loving moment where you just you couldn't believe like you were with this person she would just make us think of things while we were staring at each other and it was the most healing thing ever and long story short she was the one that um our space with her she would just be like what are tell me about your week and so then he would bring up some moments and that's where, you know, something like this came up. And he would be like um, this and that and da-da-da. And then she'd be like, so Bryn, like – do you think it's possible for you to be a little better with your duties? Like, is that something you can do for Robert? Because it's very clear that this is one of his love. So mm. she was the one. It wasn't it, him and I didn't have this conversation by ourselves. Probably wouldn't have ended as pretty as it did when she was there. And, but we always leave literally like, ah, oh, we feel like we just poured into ourselves. Like we feel like I love it. we just did something for us that was so beautiful. And so we definitely carry our sessions with us and- when I get home, I hear her voice like, Is this something you can do for him? And I'm like, Yes, this is something I can do for him. And so I'll clean a little better, da da da. Cause it's so easily put sometimes too when someone else says it. Sure. It is yeah. easier. It yeah. is. I hate to say it, you know, it should be as important when your spouse says it, but sometimes we have like, little history where we're like well you didn't do this yesterday Mm -hmm. so why should i do this today but when a third person says it like is this something you can do for him you're like yes that is something i could do it's different right and so i i honestly suggest marriage therapy to even people that think that they're perfect because or or well to do or happy because it doesn't hurt you know you can always love each other better yeah and so that's the kind that's the place that um that was where we had the conversation
1: i love that that's such good advice Because we're not married, again. (laughs) (laughs) But married or not, everyone should
0: read The Five Love Languages.
1: Absolutely. What's the author's right name? I feel like I should know that. The thing is, I haven't read the book, but I've taken every test online about love languages. I think I'm going to start reading that book.
2: Gary Chapman.
1: Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when you listen
0: to the audio version, he has this like heavy Southern accent. It's really cute. But he <gasps> – it feels like you're listening to like a priest or a dad or something of he that nature. He like looks
2: like a perfect Southern gentleman.
1: Yeah. Gonna, I think I would enjoy the audiobook more than I would enjoy manually reading this yeah. one. So I'll probably do the same thing. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, great. So just a wrap-up tip for this girl – she should talk to him. Un- re- they should both read the love languages. Five love yes. And I uh, think, yeah, think about what you can do for them. And hopefully he th- says the same thing to you. Mm-hmm. That would be the best case scenario. Yeah. And you'd be
0: so surprised that when you start speaking someone's love language, like yeah. how much they give love in return.
1: <sighs> I wish my ex-boyfriend was listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is.
2: <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> just make the bed make the bed make the bed
1: honestly if you date me or not make the bed make your bed I didn't make my bed today make your bed make anyone's bed that you sleep over if you're sleeping with them or if you're a guest at their house make the bed it's oh my gosh i pre-make the bed for hotels i really does yeah me cleaning up a hotel room is psychopathic i throw away all trash i put all the towels in the right place just so i don't have to do do i have this where's my checklist i don't have time for that right right. you clean up while you pack you don't worry about anything yeah that's a good point yeah I'm getting riled up Um, So let's stop this all at once Brynn thank you so much You had so much wisdom I learned so much from you Dude, The why and how thing will be with me forever I love that Thank
0: you so much for having me Thank you for starting an advice podcast Of
1: course (laughs) You're welcome Where can we find you on the internet If anyone wants to follow you where can we go Yes please I need more followers
0: Same. <laughs> um, so I have my personal account mm-hmm. is at Bryn Nicole Gooch. Uh-huh. And then my dance account is at Pumfidence. Amazing. Yes. And that's all, across all platforms. That's on Instagram. Instagram. And yes, um, Twitter is at Pumpfidence, not at Bryn Nicole Gooch. Sure. I don't okay. really use Facebook. Sorry. Eek,
1: sorry, Mark
0: Luckerberg. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like on Instagram and YouTube, youtube.com slash Bryn Nicole.
1: Yes, Definitely check her out if you're in LA. Come take her class. Irene and I are going to be there. Yay. Yeah. So don't look at us. <laughs> because we're, we're newly, one of us new is new to dance and one of us is new to dancing sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be so fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, please email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, rate us five stars because I'm running on two hours of sleep and feel like my brain is scraping on a sidewalk. And what will remedy that? Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Bye. (laughs) That was a HeadGum
2: Podcast.